going on, guys? Welcome to IVG Podcast 69. <laughs> I can't say that. We're 69! I mean, like, dude, we like, it's so immature, bro. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the Sexy number, dude. Time. What can you Sexy do about time. it? I'm Nash. I'm Gagan. And I'm Sam. What up, what up? So, I think we got to address something, man. Like, again, ever since the pandemic kind of uh, loosened out in the middle, we kind of lost frequency. But ever since the pandemic's come back, now we're becoming regular again. Like, what's up with that, dude? I, I mean, know, we, dude. we did take another week's break. But yeah, sure, we're regular. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and uh, But even though we're back after a while, there's quite a bit to talk about, right, this time? Mostly Game Pass stuff, I think. That's pretty much what's been dominating the news. I mean, first and foremost, Outriders. Right. Uh, dude, I don't remember I don't remember since Killzone 2 where I've seen like 15 people on my friends list playing the same game. Really? And it's Outriders on Xbox. It's crazy. Everyone is playing it. That means everyone has Game Pass. And, uh, dude, everyone yeah, dude, on, my, on, on my Steam list is playing Outriders as well. So people are buying it as well. People are buying it at like 4 grand i think it's a four thousand three grand on pc yeah Yeah, three grand on steam yes three grand and i'll come to that a bit like it's actually like a really bad pod but yeah everyone's playing this dude i have already 12 people playing this game on my list the exact dude it's crazy because you know like i've like like unfortunately the game only allows three people right uh and people are constantly messaging that is that do you have room in your in your party like you know so there's people people still looking for players some, like some people have already formed groups and they're playing Someone every night. Like I'm players playing. contact Gagan, man. <laughs> it's like I was just like playing a tiny violin right here, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> it's like basically I approached you guys. Ke, like, Chal, let's play Outrider. And you're like, nahi, nahi, mera khud ka group hai and all. And I was like <laughs> playing by the swing all by myself and all alone. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, like so, so even me, in fact, I joined uh, like. I'm playing with a couple of IVG members, KFX and Skidmark, and uh, I actually joined them, and I and I had to skip a couple of levels, so I had to kind of catch up to them because, and then once you get, I think, too far ahead, then there's no, then if someone new joins, then they're kind of screwed, right? Yeah, yeah, because the game scale. scales in a really weird way. So this game has like an insane difficulty curve at times, dude. Like it's madness. Dude, you're telling me, I mean, you play these kinds of games. All three of us who are playing this, like, yeah. for us, it's the first looter shooter. Right. At least, at least Kid has played Borderlands 1, so he has some idea of what a looter shooter is. We have, we're fucking, like, just figuring shit out as we go. Uh, but it's a, it's a blast, dude. Like, th- like the game is, like, like very, like, it's, like, if you, could, if you try to follow the story and the campaign and the dialogues on, it's very, it's very double A. It's, it's cool, though, because it's basically just getting from one combat right. scenario to the other right. and it's a, and that's a lot of that's a lot of fun so you know i'm actually weirdly because normally i skip cutscenes in most games because these kind of games the story is like fucking garbage but weirdly i'm kind of invested in the story now because the main character he he doesn't do too much kit kit dude like he just doesn't give a fuck he does what he wants to do and gets out of there and i love that shit yeah. dude i'm like cool yeah. he, he he doesn't talk before shooting someone give more he puts a bullet in the head i'm like yo that's what's up. Yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah, but I think it's pretty like the, the story is like, it's, it's a bit confusing also. Like, so it's, it is. There's, there's a bit of a suspense <laughs> building up. Yeah. I don't know towards what, but it's, it is it's fun. The funny part is that you're supposed to be on this very distant planet. Enoch. But they keep talking about it like you're on Earth. Right. Like they say, oh, there's an earthquake, this happened. And then they're like, Let, let's go find lithium because they still make batteries from lithium right. in that, in like 200 years in the future. So it's it's weird in that way. But yeah, it's, it's, it's still got like its own charm. You know, what I actually like is when you play with, so even when you play solo, so I have 
three separate characters, right? Like two are high levels, one's a very low level. So I'm playing one solo, one in co-op and one I'll probably play later. So even in solo, I kind of enjoy the game. But when you play in co-op, the the fact, the way you can synergize with each other, I love that shit, dude. Like yeah. it's insane, especially like, like for example, I'm playing with uh, Bully, right? And he's a pyro. So at times when we when I pop this perfect slow-mo bubble, a lot of guys are trapped in. And at that time, he unleashes his wave and we just burn everyone and watch them blow up in slow-mo. I'm like, ha. Ah. What are you playing as? Trickster, dude. Okay. So, I got the one trickster. trickster. I got one Technomancer. And I got a low-level Devastator who I'm planning to level up. Nice. And what world tier are you at now? So, we were at world tier 7. Then we came to this really shit fucking battle that we wasted like almost an hour on. So we dropped it to six. Kicked our ass in six. We dropped it back to five. Then after at five, it became too easy. So we felt bad. We picked it up again. Again, we got ass kicked. Then we just said, fuck it. Let's just do it in five. And now we're back to like, I think six, which is like a nice enough challenge for us. So the thing is that I haven't been tweaking my builds as often as I should. Because games like Division, what they make you do, right? You finish the campaign. And then after that, you tweak your build for endgame content. But this game, you have to tweak your build before you go into every encounter. Because if you realize, enemies scale a lot harder than you. Right. And if you don't watch your build, like like literally, like everything from like skill synergy to weapon damage output, to get your ass kicked, man. Yeah. It's deceptively yeah. hard at times. I'm like, what the fuck is this Dark Souls shit? No, it's, it's also, I like the... Like like your what you're mentioning sounds quite weird because you know there was like earlier in the game when when we were at World Tier Four and we had to drop down to three because four became too hard. Yeah. And now we've gone from five to six yeah. and we still haven't hit that point that you've hit where you had right. to drop down back right. to five. So I I feel like it's not consistently, uh, like like it's not scaling. Uh, like there are spikes. Oh, there in, oh dude, there are like some shitty fucking spikes. In fact, dude, this one fight. I would like to see people attempt this in their first go because I don't want to spoil it because it was like a fucking asshole fight with bosses and minions and alpha bosses and beasts that charge you and I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? This is like serious. Was it in that, in that open swamp-like area or was it way beyond No, it's, uh, we're quite ahead like in the... Ca- yeah. In fact, I'm like, I think three missions from campaign end. So, is that that? Okay, and what level are you at? 27. Oh, shit. So, 30 is the level cap. So, generally, I've been watching a lot of the, you know, actual streamers play this game. And they're, like, playing at level 10 and 12 by now. I'm just like, fuck it, bro. I'm going to play at... But but you must have already unlocked many other world tiers, right? No. So, the thing is that if I play at a lower world tier, then my world tier bar doesn't progress. Ah, So, now that I'm playing at 6, let's say I play, like, for an hour at 6, my progress won't move up but then if i move to seven it moves up but then i think i haven't tested this out but if you die a lot your voltier level drops oh really yeah so kind of and, and the game is a troll it's like hey do you want to drop your voltier it's like super condescending <laughs> like fuck you game <laughs> no player whatever voltier i want yeah yeah but it's cool man i mean i mean the thing about this game like it uh you know, we've been talking in, in the earlier episodes about how with Game Pass and so many games coming to Game Pass, right. people are going to start playing right. uh, genres that they may not have thought of playing before, you know. And this is like a like a perfect demonstration of that because I would never have bought, bought into this game. 
like imagine like you, 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 you were talking about how the division 2 went really cheap on psn recently so i picked it up but you know I, like i wouldn't even do that because i don't know who else with my skill level will also pick up division 2 at on, on the cheap and play with me but here because it's on game pass it's on day one everyone is trying it and so there are guys so the guys i'm playing with they are just as new to the genre as i am so we're all sucking at it together so so like for example if i was to play with you and bully and you guys would carry me through the game pretty much right so that's not as much fun right so i think that's that's kind of what a lot of people are enjoying about this because they're they're fi- managing to find people at the same skill level as them so i think that's that's but this is un- not on pc game pass right it's not it's only on xbox that's yeah. kind of sucky i think also this is going to be a very limited uh run on game pass oh. uh like most most like, i think most day one games won't be for long uh in fact i think uh 6 months is tops but i think for a new launch they won't even do 6 months like gta 5 i remember red dead they they, they were they were only for 3 months uh but uh, but yeah I, i mean the first 3 months is where they'll make all their money from microtransactions or whatever if is that even there in no, the game no, right no 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 the game doesn't have anything like that right now so as far as i know once you finish the campaign um you have i think 10 or 15 levels of expeditions to run through which give you like pretty much the best loot in the game and once you do that per character I think there's not much for you to do unless you want to keep grinding that out. So then I wonder what Square Enix is gaining from this by keeping it on Game Pass, unless Microsoft is paying them for Dude, it. Dude, like you just said, I think their whole point was like this. So first of all, it's not a very accessible game, right? Yeah. And and like you just said, a guy like you would never play this game. But today now, they have someone who and. So, like, if there are ten guys like you who playing Outriders from Games Pass, I would say maybe one or two may future may buy DLC because you guys enjoyed it so much with your homies, right? And then if you buy it, your homies are going to buy it. So, I definitely think this is great for the game. Um, and I don't know if Game Pass, like, I don't know how sustainable it is, though. Um, that's the thing, though. I, I mean, now they've got people like me playing the game. Uh, if like a three months time, if if there's nothing else coming out for this game, like new, like no like season pass DLC or whatever, or whatever yeah. like I would, I'll move on and probably won't come back. You so probably this is are a, this move is an on opportunity anyway, for sure. Yeah, I will. And no so this, this is an opportunity for them if they had some sort of microtransactions or season pass built in, they could have really benefited right now because everyone is playing it, people are enjoying it. But you know, weirdly, season pass in games like this never comes out at launch because what they want to do is they want to milk the base game as much as they can. Once they see the population drop, that's when they start coming no, out. No, but that that milking happens when they've already they've already bought the game. You're you're given the game for free, right? So you're, right. you're not making any money right now, unless like like I said, Microsoft is paying Square Enix for I'm having this game. Assuming they must have right for this exclusivity or some shit like that. Maybe no, Microsoft does uh, pay the publishers a certain amount for putting it on Game Pass, and plus they keep getting royalties on uh, the amount of downloads that happen and the overall uh, play time, and also all that is tracked and. they do get money out of it it works pretty much on the soundcloud uh, angle right. that's how like so that that's pretty much the way it goes so it's not like people just put their games in for free and it's done with you know <laughs> so yeah like even uh uh apparently there's talk of battlefield 6 coming to uh, game pass at launch which will be a huge uh, i think that's sure they, pretty much the one way that they can really really go against a behemoth like uh, warzone right i mean like call of duty has created such a big name for itself in all these years that battlefield has has been missing i think getting on game pass is really really smart and of course you know battlefield is going to have all the digital 
transactions built in day one, right? You're not going to have to yeah, wait yeah. for three months. Dude, in so. fact, you're going to have some 50 versions of the game. You know, every Battlefield game releases with like four or five different versions. Deluxe yeah. edition, three days early access. You have all that kind of shit, right? So... In any ways, uh, people who have Game Pass Ultimate will get anyways a 10, 10, year, 10, year, 10 hour trial, right? Like every other EA. I thought Game uh, Pass Ultimate gives you the full game, not just the 10 hour. No, trial. no, but it, but you also get EA Play, right? With right. Game Pass Ultimate. Right. So all the new EA games, you get a 10 hour trial. Oh, you only get 10 hour trials with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a lower tier EA right. Play, you don't get the golden level EA Play. That's not there on Game Pass yet. No, no. It's so very weird. I... So today I downloaded, uh, I mean, I basically uh, got my PC working again. I can start playing games again uh, because I'm using Andre's uh, GTX 1080 Ti instead of my own. And now the thing is, now that games are running again, I tried uh, some EA games on my machine. And for that, it has to download its new version of Origins called yes. EA Play or something. Yeah. That is that is so, still so annoying. So even though EA games have come to Steam now, right? If you downloaded mm-hmm. a game through Steam, it'll launch Origin and then it'll launch the game through that. That's such a dumb thing, man. It's so annoying because like I have to follow up with that and it's a little buggy as well because when I set the game to install on my Game Pass, it doesn't automatically start on this. It bugs out a bit. Like for example, I tried doing it with that Jedi Fallen Order. Huh. I, I clicked it once, installed on my Xbox app and uh, from there, it started the EA Play app. And over there, it just showed me the game and showed me the price attached with it and gave me the option to buy it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I tried it again. Same thing. Then I had to shut the, close the app like uh, from my taskbar and then click again. And then it launched the app and then it started downloading finally. It's just crazy. Dude, can I just say something on this though? Because right now, I mean... I've got a console, so I'm going to be a little biased. But, dude, I'm getting kind of burnt out with PC gaming, you know. And this, I think this Game Pass scene is like a fucking scene, dude. Once you buy an Xbox and you yeah. get access to all this shit for free. Because, dude, even with Outriders, as much as I love the game, the game is a fucking mess on the PC. And you guys know, since the last six months, I've had literally no game run smooth out of the box day one. Right. And that's always a thing with PC gaming, dude. There's some driver fucking issue or there's this issue. And dude, on the console, it's just plug and play, man. I'm like, fuck. And for someone like you, I wonder how Xbox support for keyboard mouse works since you prefer that for your shooter. Like if you... I think Gagan has I have been using it. So I have been using it. It works where it's supposed to, as in like certain games that support it. It works very, very well there. It works just like PC. Like I've played uh, Fortnite with it mainly because, you know, what else will I play? <laughs> and over there, mouse keyboard feels just like the way it does on PC. And it's perfectly fine. How does it but work with lobbies though? It's just, you get the arrow and you can just use whatever you want. You no, know? no, no. I mean, like if I'm playing, if if a PC player like me starts playing with a mouse and a keyboard on my Xbox against other console players, I feel I'm going to have an advantage with my aiming. So is that balanced out in the game? I mean, see, anyway, you are matched with people from all different platforms and all. I mean, though your own platform is given a preference in Fortnite's matchmaking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you are more comfortable with that, I guess it's perfectly fine. The I game think, I, I think in cross in cross play games, you'll probably be clubbed as a PC gamer. I'm assuming. Right, that's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. Because I even like don't even think in, I was though. I think I had that Xbox uh, icon next to my name and stuff, which Fortnite shows you which platform you're on. 
That's so weird. yeah, but dude, you could you could easily Nash, you could easily like get an Xbox Series X, plug it to your monitor, and mm. play it like a like a yeah. like a keyboard mouse. I did that. I did that for a while, and the thing is that so so again, it it does not universally work. A lot of games don't use it. Like mm. a lot of times when I wanted to input something via my mouse and ke- via, via my keyboard, when it gave me a text box in certain games, I couldn't do that. It, uh, like for example, in Outriders itself, I think I was supposed to log into the Square Enix store or something like that. I just wanted right. to log into that. And uh, there I couldn't do it through the mouse and keyboard. So I had to type with my gamepad only again. Things like that do happen. Is this because uh, it's not like, yeah, what you call like there's a software issue or, or yeah it's not first party or what's the deal i don't know i think it's per game uh it's like based on the game exactly if the game supports it it will completely support it if it doesn't support it then yeah there's nothing you can do with it yeah because you know now they've started supporting uh touch controls on uh like you know like we don't have it but xbox uh cloud games right now you have to play on a controller uh, hmm. if, uh but they were they're now adding touch controls for android phones uh, for X- Xbox Cloud games as well, so like games like Gears of War Five and all, they have they're building in uh, Android scri- on, 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 like on t- the touch controls for those games, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, although people would prefer, I mean, I would prefer to play with the controller. Anyway. Yeah, but a lot of people had demanded that. Actually, the thing is, uh, they don't have g- game pads with them lying around. You know, whenever they want to play on their phone, so they want that freedom. Yeah. No, also yeah. if you're out, you don't always carry a controller with exactly. you, so it makes sense to have that. But yeah, I can't imagine it being that fun to play. Yeah, it's well, absolute shit. I cannot play with touch controls, especially console-like games. Every time they've tried it, I have not enjoyed it at all. Hmm. Even COD well, you know, Mobile, EA, I play with a gamepad. <laughs> but EA, like I read this story today, it's quite interesting, also quite weird. That they're, they're apparently, they've patented this system that dynamically scales difficulty based on various parameters, uh, including your player, the player's mode, which I don't know how they're going to guess the player's mode, but the idea being that, like, if it's a single-player game, like a uh, like, like a battlefield campaign or something, it'll basically, I guess, it will detracts your previous games EA EA record and then suggest something, and then it will scale accordingly. I don't know how it works, but what do you guys think of that? I've I've heard a variation of this in games where basically the difficulty is scaled on basis of how well or bad you play. But like yeah. this mm. mood thing, I've never heard of. Because like you said, how the fuck is the game going to gauge my mood, dude? Yeah. Right. Unless so it this, asks you straight up. This like, used to pissed? happen. Yeah, sorry. This used to happen in the games like way back as well. Like even in the 90s and all when you played Mortal Kombat 2 or Mortal Kombat 3 or something. It Like after a bunch of times, dying a bunch of times, the opponent would just walk at you and be like, just hit me, man. I mean, like, you know, that, you that's lose a too sick many burn, dude. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like that. That's the thing. So I, I, that system was always there, but this is very interesting, especially when they are so basically. Yes, yeah, so basically, it's a it's a game retention model where they basically where they will analyze your previous uh, gaming activities and they will they will uh, adjust your difficulty level so that you don't notice spikes and therefore you will pl- keep playing the game longer. It's basically for people for eager to get people to keep playing the game. That sounds cool. So you though. don't rage quit. Yeah. Pretty much. That yeah. sounds pretty dope, though. I must say. Yeah. Yeah. But I but I would. That. I mean, I would still like to have that the choice of difficulty level, so that you don't. I mean, you don't feel like the game kind of is, is holding is hand holding you through it, you know? Because if you suck at it and the game automatically keeps just moving you lower and lower and lower down, you think you're you're doing great, but actually the game is hand holding you. So that's not. So I mean, you. you you want the challenge, right? You want to be able to fix the difficulty level. I'm sure they'll have that option as well. But 
yeah i mean it's it's cool if it works out yeah i mean it's it's a good option i don't think it's a bad option as such but yeah it has to they have to give an option to turn it off I would like to see an option like this used in uh, multiplayer though you know so if you don't have a crew and you want to play so normally bots in most FPS games are either very fucking stupid or then they're like razor sharp like they just you know head scope your thing so mm. if this would actually be great for guys who just want to practice and get better at the game so as they get better the bots get smarter you know and right. maybe do something like that that would be really cool though yeah makes sense yeah But isn't that already a thing? Can't you already select a difficulty tier or something like you that? You can, but then you know the thing is that if you if you see normally kill cams, what happens is as you scale up the difficulty, the the bots aim just like uh, kind of snaps to you. Yeah, it doesn't feel cheating. like yeah. So it just feels fuck all. Like in Outriders, <laughs> have you noticed this dude? Every grenade lands at your feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah every really fucking grenade. I'm like, bro, what is this spam? <clears throat> So it's no, like also a, like in like in COD Mobile, right? You're playing against bots for like the first what twenty levels? Not twenty. I think less, fifteen or ten or something like that. Sure. Dude, and if then, you continue and playing then, with a gamepad, you'll go on playing with bots only. I was at level thirty-five or something. I still had bots coming at me because it couldn't match make me with other people with gamepads. <laughs> no, so so the I mean, it's quite jarring to go from bots to human players. So if oh, the yeah. game was rather instead scaling up towards. a somewhat human skill level then it would have been a more smoother transition where okay you knew you knew that you were it was a tougher and tougher and tougher as you reached level 10 and then the human players come in but but right now it's super jarring you know what i like some games have this like very smart ghosting system in which it kind of uh, tracks the way you are playing a particular game and then offers your ghost to a friend and in a friends game basically you're not playing exactly the same way but you're using moves like and you're kind of yeah, yeah forza so like forza does yeah forza does it really well so yeah that and i think even in smash brothers or is it in brawler no i think smash brothers also has a functionality like that so it kind of gives you a ghost of the way your friend plays and it's it's really nice to compete that way as well No, it's actually, the law law of games have that. Like law of time trial games have that. Like Mirror's Edge time trial DLC had that, where you where you actually could race against your friend's ghost. Uh, yeah, but that's like, the thing. But that is like exact one is to one, right? I mean, like, yeah. but Forza kind of adapts the gameplay rather than giving you the exact. Yeah, it thing. makes it it makes it a more generic representation of what that person plays like. Yeah, that's what. But I, yeah, I think it's. I think it's pretty. Uh, I don't think it actually behaves that well. Like, because some people who drive like maniacs, their their driver cars are very like well behaved. So I am so. actually in in Forza. I bang into a lot of cars when I'm driving. Does my driver car behave like? No, well? they don't. No, it doesn't they, actually. They, I played against you. Oh, yeah, and I beat you a lot, dude. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but but you know, but you know, people who are really good. Like really good at the game, their driver cars will also be very good in the game. That's the that's the one thing I've noticed. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it has some sort of a control that way that it doesn't show you as a complete fuck up, but yeah, I mean if you have skills, it will show that. Yeah, nice. So nice. Microsoft also is 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 also on a roll in many other departments. Like we like, like a while back, we heard about them possibly buying Discord, which I haven't heard of anything since then. But now apparently there's a report that the next Kojima game could be published by Microsoft, which is kind of huge because it will probably be on Game Pass day one. And won't be on PlayStation, but which is what PlayStation did with Death Stranding, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. 
That's really but, interesting because I mean Kojima being a Japanese developer, I thought he might go all out for PlayStation anyway because you know Microsoft in Japan. <laughs> so yeah. this is exactly what Microsoft's play is, right? To get if like if you get Kojima to make a game for you, yeah, it's 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 kind of uh, and he kind of represents the the Japanese game industry globally. Pretty uh, much. So it might maybe help get more Japanese developers on Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, eventually I'm sure the game will come. Uh, it will come on PlayStation. It will come on PC like Dead Stranding did. But it'll be a big win for Microsoft if they can get Kojima's game published right. and get it on day one. Uh, game Pass. It'll be pretty huge. Game Pass is getting a whole bunch of good stuff. It's also getting GTA Five now again. I think yeah. it, it had it before, right? Sure. It had, but yeah, it was it was for a very short time. And also, Red Dead Redemption Two came for a very short time. Oh, that's yeah. a cool uh, game, dude. I'm guessing now it'll be In there. In fact, a bit uh, this month's PS Plus free game. Uh, one of the sniper elite, the Dead War game, is coming to zombie. Game Pass. Zombie also. Army 4. Yeah, Zombie Army 4. And I yeah, think they're enabling crossplay. So I'm just saying, putting it out there, bro. We can <laughs> play together. That yeah. and also that uh, is, wait, MLB the show, right? That's that used to be yeah, a PlayStation yeah. exclusive, and now it's coming on uh, Game Pass, and it's also coming on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and it's going to be crossplay also, multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, some really, really interesting developments out there, man. Is is Zombie Army 4 the, the top-down no, 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 no. So, Zombie Army 4 is a spin-off with the Sniper Lead game where you have, like, those X-ray shots. But it's, like, with zombies. With, with Nazi zombies. Okay. It's a cool game, Not though. And game. since it's free, we should definitely try it out. Like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what it's I like want to know is since you guys have Games Pass and Xbox and all, how are Bethesda games now on it? Because I've heard Prey, Dishonored, they all got 60 FPS patches on the Xbox, right? I've just about started playing Dishonored too. So, and it, yeah, it does, it does play very, very smoothly. Like a I PC, like a high PC? No, it's not like, like the issue that I have, uh, and I also read a lot of other people, other people also pointed this out. I wouldn't have noticed otherwise is that the console versions have a very restricted field of view. Yeah. Uh, which mm-hmm. is my issue with it. And with Dishonored, especially being in first person, I feel, I find that a bit like, it's like tunnel vision. So I bit. loaded in Dishonored 1 today itself because I was just testing out this graphics card. So I just thought, okay, like it's a small download. Let's try it out. And yeah, you know what? Even on PC, Dishonored 1, when you boot the game, has a very limited field of view. Like it's at 75 and that's like very, very tiny view. So I had to actually push it up to around 95 to get something decent, you know, to like fit it with what other games I play. So it generally has that. The thing is that PC has that option and the consoles don't. So I wonder if, uh, yeah, I'll try, I'll, I'll see if there's an option to bump it, bump it up. But because with these old games, it should, no? Like ideally, it should. It should, it should yeah. In fact, Dishonored was a last gen game that got remastered for the yeah. current gen, right? So Dishonored, yeah, the yeah. first one, for def- and dude, trust me, you guys should play both the games. They're fucking phenomenal. I Dishonored- played the first one. Second one, I never got around. I, like I only played like the first couple of hours and then somehow just dropped out dude the first one yeah i mean i cannot play that game it looks too old at this point so i mean you know i'm gonna be loading up the second one later on and uh, play that only directly but the first one has not aged too well dude and what about like doom and prey and all you guys played that not not yet (laughs) still have to try all that so which is interesting to me because like i mean i know you guys are may have already played it but you guys haven't really taken advantage of this whole bethesda acquisition so far like you don't really give a fuck that much they don't make my kind of games anyways like i'll play their games 
right. because they're on Game Pass. But I would I wouldn't buy most of their games. Like I would play Skyrim even. Bro. Yeah, and honestly, or Fallout Three, got... Fallout Four, yeah. New Vegas, none of that. I'm not into those games they make. So see, I mean, like I've already played Skyrim. I've played the uh, the Fallout games, and you know, I mean, it's Dooms also. I've kind of played the original Doom quite a bit. Doom Eternal. I tried it on the PC and all, and I would rather honestly play most of these games on the PC. Yeah, now that I have the chance to do that, unless they come up with something, some feature that's going to be console exclusive. So yeah, man. I mean, like it's it being on Game Pass just makes it directly accessible to me. I don't have to bother looking for it. That do I even have it on Steam? Do I have to buy it? I mean, like you know, even if it's a couple of hundred bucks, I don't need to spend that money. Right. So speaking of speaking of not spending money now with with games that with the, with the with the way games are coming out on Game Pass, like I was talking to 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 Murli KFX the other day, and we we're talking. I was telling about this game I'm playing on Game Pass. It's called uh, Lonely Mountains. It's this downhill cycling game, which is kind of really cool. Shit, but I was just like, telling Bali about that yesterday. Uh, it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah. So he was talking about how he's bought so many games on Steam, like games like Lonely Mo- Lonely Mountains and all that, and he's like, they're all on Game Pass now. So what's the fucking point of buying games anymore? Like just wait it out. Eventually, everything's going to be on Game Pass. And he has a point, like so much stuff that I want to play on, and therefore and, and I never got around, like like even Darksiders Genesis, that's on Game Pass now. I, I, that's I a cool game though, by the way, you should try it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's so much stuff coming to Game Pass. Uh, why would you buy anything, like let, let alone buy day one anymore? It doesn't make sense. I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. Like, say, for example, like a game like a like, Sony exclusive makes sense. Not just that. So Maybe see, a, a Ubisoft game makes sense because they're not on Game Pass because okay. they have their own service. Besides but, that, so see, yeah. for example, I'll give you my case. So, Mortal Kombat and Injustice games they come on Game Pass, but they come like about two, three years later or something down the line. So, for me, it makes sense uh, to pick it up like on the day of the launch because that's when I really, really want to play it, and plus. Even by the time they come on Game Pass as well, there's an Ultimate Edition out with all the DLCs and all the like skins and whatever else uh, add-ons that come for the game. So for me, it's like kind of worth it to purchase a game day one because I want to get all those add-ons as well. So yeah, that's the so reason that's, I buy that's, So obviously, if you're a fan of something, like I will buy Pez day one, or Nash will buy COD day one. That's different. I'm like yeah. saying, for example, if I was interested in Dirt 5, but not so, not so much, and I'll buy it on sale later. Now you won't even buy it on sale. Like it's going to come on Game Pass eventually. It'll be free. Uh, so you know, now that, now like, does the game you're not that interested even on sale make sense when it's no. going to eventually be on no, Game Pass? No, that I agree with. But if a game you want... Bro, of I'm going to get that shit day one, right? So. Yeah, yeah. So the game that you're really interested in day one and it's not coming on Game Pass, of course, you'll pick it up. But now, a lot of the other games that people may have bought at a bargain or on discount, but you know, I'll, give you an, I'll, I'll give you another example. Like, a Game Pass, I feel, what is what Game Pass is doing really well is because they're giving you so much shit free, they're actually broadening a lot of people's horizons to stuff that normally they for wouldn't sure, have bought. Right. So I think that for gaming is great. Like, imagine, like, Sam, like one year ago if i told you bro you're going to be enjoying a looter shooter you'll be like bitch please you know hmm. or 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 like this downhill racing game okay maybe you could have enjoyed it but now you got it for free so it's cool i think that's that, that's pretty dope and i'm wondering why and here's my concern sony i mean dude there's no way you can deny this has better exclusive games right so why is sony not doing a fucking service like this bro because the games are like $70 a piece too. That's like some good money right there for them. It's 
crazy. The thing is, yeah, if they do a service like this, they won't put their own games on it, which will be pretty fuck all for a third party saying that you're not putting your own game. Why the fuck should I put my game? They'll put older games, right? Maybe. I'm okay with that also. So they have that PlayStation collection, right? That's what that is. So... Uh, I'll tell you what party games on that. I'll tell you what a good reason for this could be. So see, Microsoft has a shitload of burn money. As in, uh, Xbox is not their money maker. They have Windows. They have Microsoft Office. They have a whole bunch of other services that get them. That are the primary money makers for the company. Xbox is like just cream on the cro- uh, on the top. You know. So what they can do is even if they're not making money out of Game Pass, they can keep burning money on it for five years, six years, seven years down the line and all. And, you know, whatever. And get people hooked onto it well enough that people don't think about any other service at the end of the day. So No, also, also unlike, unlike Sony, for whom PlayStation, the console, is the platform, Microsoft is moving away from devices. They're like, Game Pass is the platform. And you can play it on an Xbox console. You can play it on a PC. You can play it on your Android phone. They are investing everything into that because they are now, the, the whole point of them uh, releasing uh, games on other platforms, and also that they, they realize that Xbox as a console is not important to them anymore. I mean, it's important. It's not, it's not, it's not the central part of their strategy now. For them, it's Game, game Pass is beyond a platform, beyond a device. So, whereas for Sony, PlayStation consoles are the only way that their, their games are played. So for them, it's not as easy, uh, and neither will they get as many people. Like right, like like for example, Amit, uh, he's playing Xbox Game Pass games on his phone because he doesn't have a console. So he's streaming those games. Uh, so you know anyone can get on Game Pass. So the the kind of the addressable audience is much bigger, and so therefore Microsoft will invest that money, whereas Sony can only get as many people as who own. A, a PS4 and PS5, so, which is so an aspect. Yeah, that's the thing. So, and, and PlayStation is the biggest thing in Sony's profile at this point. So, that's the big difference. Microsoft has other stuff that will still uh, make the money. Sony, well, they have a lot riding on this. No, so it would make sense if they actually had a service that had picked up like this. Uh, but they can't. They can't be invest. They can't invest as much as Microsoft is investing in getting third parties, getting day one launches. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they don't have that kind of money, dude. But dude, you know what Microsoft has definitely made me do is realize that I am never going to now bother about upgrading my PC. The day my PC is obsolete, I'm buying a Series X. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> For sure, dude. Like, it's too much. It's just too much manjan, dude. I'm done. Dude, the day you are not, the, the, the day you realize you decide to buy an Xbox Series X and not play on PC anymore, they're going to announce Battlefield 6 and I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh shit, to upgrade my PC. I know, dude, but it's just like I'm, I'm, maybe it's because I'm getting old, but like that patience to like troubleshoot just gone away, dude. Like I cannot do that shit anymore. In fact, with Outriders also today, I think I was telling Bully like my game crashed four times in a row after. Who's crashing like start. mad on Xbox also? Oh, it is crashing okay. like mad, dude. Only that. There's another issue where, after, like, like if you all die and you have to like respawn, one of us just won't respawn it. Or we'll take like five, like, like about two minutes to respond. Right. Then we'll just be like suspended. Dude, do you know? Head. Do you know what the worst glitch happened to Sanket? He was like ten hours into a character. He got a bug. All his gear got wiped out. Holy shit! shit. Including his clothes, he spawned in full nanga. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking fried, poor guy. Yeah, that oh, sucks. Man. But yeah, so very often I've I've been I've been booted to the uh, Xbox Home dashboard, uh, like in the middle of a game after dying, something stuff like that. But weirdly, the host has never never has any issues. The people, the, the others in the party have that have all the issues. Weird. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to pretty much install it once uh, all this shit is fixed. Yeah, yeah, aram se like wait for But at least they at least they fixed the server issue like first two days you just could barely play the game. You could yeah, play. I tried. I mean I tried a whole bunch of times and all I tried matchmaking but kept getting kicked out and shit like that. Nothing really seems to work out well uh, in that. So I was like fuck it. And I kept playing MK11 man. <laughs> <laughs> I found new love in that game and you know what I mean I like to add this I could never play MK on an Xbox console because the D-pad was always so shitty right now also the D-pad is not the best experience it's not even close to being as good as how a PlayStation D-pad is with Mortal Kombat but it's not bad the Series X D-pad has those nice clicks which makes the input a lot more easier and I can actually play Mortal Kombat on it for a change you know the one place where i still think that it's a little slow is uh, the diagonal jumps so if i have to do a diagonal uh, like kind of a move on a d pad it does not get that very very easily not as easily as playstation at least but also one more thing that i've noticed now that i'm playing on xbox daily like 3 4 hours is the battery life is fucking phenomenal 40 hours dude 40 Compared plus hours to the dual sense oh dude i am charging my dual sense like every fucking day Yeah yeah same yeah dude I've got like those uh, Enelope Panasonic rechargeable batteries and it lasts for like ever dude like I've like since I started playing Outriders I'm on the same set of batteries yeah yeah it's crazy the batteries well so 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 the PS controller is like more of a energy sink is it it is it is for sure and that's always been the case sony's controllers have had very shitty battery life and i think now also with the haptics and all it must be draining even more ah uh, maybe that's why yes So, what are you guys playing right now? Well, besides Outriders <laughs> and Gagan playing. I am not playing Outriders. So, you know, कोई मेरा कोई दोस्त नहीं है ना. So, nah. So, basically, dude, oh, by the way, dude, why don't you why don't you message Snake? He's looking for someone to party up with. Snake, ping me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's on Xbox also. He's on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, so you know what I kind of discovered recently. I mean, like, okay, I'm not sure this is the right podcast to talk about this, but you know what? Let's do it. So I've discovered that there are like a whole bunch of new games on uh, this on uh, Apple Arcade, and it's actually fun, dude. I've been trying out a whole bunch of shit from there. I tried NBA uh, 2K21 uh, Arcade, so which is like that short the mobile version of 2K21. Holy shit! It looks good, man. Have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it on mobile yet. Dude, you should check it out because I mean, it looks like as good as a probably a last gen console or something like that, man. It's like, and I've been playing this on the iPhone XS, which is like uh, two generations old now, and it looks fantastic. It plays fantastic, and uh, I, I mean, I suck at uh, that regular basketball, uh, so <laughs> I did not play that for too long, but. It's got that. It's got a golf game which is quite similar to everybody's golf. Which I it think is, it, it's, it's the same game because it's made by Clapands, the same developer. It's just different name. But yeah, it's 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 by the same guys. It's very similar similar to the to everybody's golf. Yeah, yeah, and 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 all these games work so well with the controller. It's absolutely perfect, man. There's also one uh, JRPG which I'm going to be starting with. Uh, it's made by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, who's the creator of Final Fantasy series. and uh, yeah man it looks really really nice i saw some videos of it on the apple uh, uh, on the arcade store and it looks really really nice man that plus uh, what else i mean it's got monument valley plus it's got the room 2 plus i mean it's got a whole bunch of options right now i mean i'm really excited about what they've done now 
Yeah. And in just fact, last I was just, month, I, was I think just, when we were in yeah, that we, car together, we were talking we were, about it. Yeah. yeah, we were saying how shitty it is and how I'm going to cancel my subscription. And like, I was like, fuck it, dude. Here, take my money, man. One more dude, year. I actually actually went to cancel it and I realized that I, I actually have the Apple One subscription, which in which Apple Arcade just comes with it. So then I'm like, okay, fuck. I, ah, I okay. have it anyways. Yeah, yeah. The Apple but One also, subscription is good for cloud service, man. Yeah. And the family one is quite reasonable. Yeah, it is. So, but anyway, so, so, so I also saw the games and I and finally... I've I've been wanting to buy Monument Valley for so long and play it, and I never did. And now that it came free on Apple Arcade, I finally played the game, and it's so good, dude. It looks like the art style, everything, the puzzles are so fucking clever. Yeah. Love that game. In fact, I I did I finished the game, the base game, in like two sittings. It's very not a very not a very yeah. Long it's a pretty game. short game. It's really yeah, yeah. So but, you know what they've actually clever. they've done that. So they've taken some of the classics from the App Store and all some of the older games, like even Cut the Rope has a Cut the Rope Plus. Yeah. And uh, so that like and they've kind of remastered it and they've like spruced up the graphics and all that a bit yeah. from there. And end. they've thrown in and they've thrown in all the additional content for free. Exactly. And the games have become fantastic. Man, it's like a really good deal to have for ninety nine bucks a month at this point. Yeah, but I hope they keep adding stuff, man. They can't have like one year break between adding games. <laughs> yes, seriously. But I mean, like, yeah, these games, I'm quite happy to have some of these games on my phone at any given point of time, you know, so I I absolutely don't mind for this one, yeah. Nash, what are you playing besides Outriders? Bro, I am actually playing quite a bit of stuff, dude. I'm playing um, Outriders. I finished Division. I finished, uh, again on the PS5, I finished uh, Warlords of New York <laughs> again. Uh, I, in fact, I was playing the event that was happening there. I'm downloading. So, who were you playing with? Uh, this Captain Subtext from IVG. He bought the right. game too on a cheap sale. So, we've been like playing co-op from time to time. Okay. Uh, I even tried this game called Rogue Company. You guys remember? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. came out on PC. So, it got like a PS five patch and it's pretty fun dude like 10 gb game so i'm Are playing, people that. playing that still though yeah dude it's I, i'm finding servers like very fast and dude, now i they have actually this... like that game a lot more than valorant when i tried it you know I mean, right valorant right and, and they have this new game modes now where so initially i think they had only come out with these game modes where it's like bomb diffusal one life right but now you have these new game modes where you die you respawn you die i mean you have limited respawns but at least you can play again and again it's not bad it's kind of fun nice and uh, i bought godfall because it was on sale finally so i'm gonna start that next and yeah i'm gonna probably play devastator next in uh, outriders if i have the time and hey, by the way dude how, how is the pulse headset since you've been using it oh dude it's pretty sweet yeah it's pretty sweet but that being said um when you enable 3d audio it has a very distinct muffled sound overall and then i went to reddit and i was reading up on it and apparently it does not do 3d audio ironically very well <laughs> what is what is what is this pulse headset it's the ps5 ps5 sony's headset? ps5 headset oh they they're called pulse okay yeah it's called pulse no so basically sony's 3d audio is called pulse 3d oh uh, oh so bali you went like all out man with your ps5 yeah <laughs> So, I, but I guess this 3D audio will work with games that are supported officially. Like, I think first-party games probably will support it. Maybe you could try Miles with it. Maybe, maybe. In fact, uh, I think I finished Miles before I got the headset, dude. That was my first PS game. I was just, like, all over that game. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, though, yeah. dude. But, uh, yeah, in fact, dude, in fact, have you guys seen, uh, like, I don't know about April, but May is stacked with releases, man. It's got quite a few games coming out. I'm excited. Really? What's that? Dude, there's Resident Evil 8. That's the one uh, I know. The of, Village. Yeah. There's this Mass Effect Legendary Edition. 
Um, you guys want to play that? No. No, dude. Dude, I don't like Mass Effect, dude. dude I think I'm going to try it, man, at least. I mean, Game you Pass? Know. Is it on Game Which Pass? Game? I would hope it comes eventually. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah it's, not one of, it's not one of those one of those AAA games that they'll keep only for the higher tier. I think it should come, right? I hope it comes. I mean, it's three games in one. So, if you get that package, that's great, dude. But yeah, but which game will you play, Kagan, out of the four? I mean, I would start from the first and go all the way to the oh, end, bro. Shit. That's the whole idea. Well, I was actually watching an IGN video today. Uh, it just so happens, and they were doing a side-to-side comparison. They've done <laughs> a good job. I saw the same video. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've done a pretty good job because the the difference from one is so jarring. Because that was like thirty, yeah. barely thirty FPS on the three sixty to now yeah. unlock sixty FPS on all current gen consoles. I think it'll be. I think, dude, you'll enjoy it because you like Mass Effect, right? So. I, I really liked Mass Effect and uh, I never got to complete 3 uh, before when it released. So this would but be you finished 1 and 2? I finished 1 and 2. I have my saves still with me, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> but really? yeah. And on Xbox only? No, I did that, that on PC. I did that on PC. But dude, that would be so cool if your saves from Xbox carried forward and you'd be able to play that character on your dude, series. I X, wouldn't right? want to, man. I mean, I forgot what I did in those games. <laughs> I just know I, was, I did uh, Paragon uh, all throughout. But that's it. Dude, the other day I was playing, uh, what was it? I think SSX it was on Xbox 360 game, which is there on Xbox oh, Series nice, X. Dude. And I, and I actually, it actually, it actually tried to get my save from 360. Already? I don't know how. Uh, and I think it worked, but then I had to shut the game. I couldn't play it. But I think, but you know, it, there's this thing where it, it, it kind of loot, loot, boots up the 360 emulator and then it signs you in and then it tries to download your save. So I hope that works out because that'd be kick-ass if you can get your like 10, 15 year old saves. Have they no. have they added new games in this backward compatibility program of this? Oh, uh, they keep I've offering been... new games with gold in that, but uh, I I don't know. I don't keep track of that anymore, man. Dude, one thing they need to bring is some tennis game, dude. I'm fucking desperate for a tennis game. Dude, a good virtual tennis, tennis game. man. Virtual tennis, top spin, anything, dude. Something needs to be available. Why do you play it on your PC? Virtual tennis should be there somewhere. It's not, dude. It's not there on any platform. Holy shit. It's not there on Steam. It's not anywhere. It's on Switch. <laughs> it's on Vita also. But I <laughs> want to play it on like... On... Fuck, that's like... No, not Virtua Tennis. I mean, they have Mario Tennis on Switch. But yeah. I mean, ah, that's just the, the Mario Tennis Aces, right? Yeah. Dude, did you play the Rockstar Table Tennis game? Dude, it's on Xbox Series X? Yeah. Not yet, but I, I don't mind trying it, dude. I, I have the disc. I was right out. I mean, that was, that was a, that was a kick-ass game. How it, it is, it is, up. it is, it is. It's available backward compatibility. Ooh. But free or like, like you have to buy. If you if you own the game, then you have it. Otherwise, you have to buy it. Because you know, in the middle, I was. Hey, wait, no, no, dude, it's on Game Pass. It's on ah. Game Pass. Are you serious? Let yeah. me let me check. See, I have the Game Pass. You gotta right love here. Game Pass, man, for shit like this. Yeah, yeah. You think sure. of a game and you just look it up, and it's some just there. Dude, Game Pass, I was going through the uh, the offering though. I mean, it's a pretty legit backward compatible offering also. In yeah, fact, man. if I'm not mistaken, they had some of the Splinter Cell games also. I was like, hmm. Right. So, you know what? Actually, there's one topic that I think we kind of uh, did not cover is about uh, PlayStation dropping support for PS Vita and uh, PS3 digital uh, yeah, on right stores. now. I mean, they're basically discontinuous stores for these two, these two platforms, which is kind of a pity because, you know, there's so many amazing ps3 games out there that people will not be able to access even though they bought it back in the day yeah true 
that's True. just kind of sad dude i mean and i, I think for that one thing I, xbox is doing a really good job because they're still offering you some of the older games and all you can just go and pick it up and play it on your current consoles so that's where backward compatibility compatibility becomes like really important man but the thing is ps3 sony's been pretty upfront that it'll never like you'll never be able to play ps3 games on a on another platform so exactly. i don't think I mean, because of the cell architecture that was used. Dude, but imagine just... being able to play like some MotorStorm game or some shit like that. Dude, that'd dude be forget bad. that. Like Infamous, Infamous Two, both of them gone, man. Yeah, those are like really unless, good games, dude. Unless they remaster them or something, but yeah, otherwise. Dude, gone. they should do a MotorStorm remaster, man. I mean, no. I don't know if Sucker Punch would even do that Infamous remaster at this point, dude. No, they would not. No, it'd be some third party will do a remaster. Like they, none of them remaster their own games, like. Uh, wasn't there a rumor that they're going to remaster what's that other shooter alien franchise that uh, resistance. resistance yeah was it when they going to remaster that trilogy who really? the hell wants to play that shit dude yeah i mean yeah. i heard about it but it i don't think it's well at all <laughs> it's not at all dude. although there was one on uh, vita which was quite good retribution the quite isometric enjoyed. one right no it was a regular No, there was, a, the there was a Killzone FPS. Oh, that was a Killzone one. That no, was Killzone. Killzone one was isometric Liberation. or cover shooter or something. Yes, yeah. that was pretty dope though. Right. Yeah. <sighs> man. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's pretty sad. And especially for Vita, man. I mean, Vita was something that people used to actually collect. The people bought multiple consoles of Vita and all just because of the kind of offerings it had. I mean, they, you know. You could play PSP games everything. on the Vita, right? Yeah, you could play PSP games on the Vita. A lot of there were a lot of backward compatibility options on Vita as well. You could play a lot of PS One games on Vita because of uh, that backward compatibility option. So it's just all of it is gone, dude. It's just very sad, and the, it really sucks to be one of these console owners who have invested so much on all the digital games. Man, they'll never be able to download it again. That's like fucking tragic. Have you? Yeah, did you guys ever sad. play Burnout? Liberation or Dominator on the Vita? Oh game. yeah, yeah, yeah! I did. Dude, no, that, that was the PSP. first game I played, dude. That was on, <laughs> on PSP. Vita. PSP on, game, Vita. Yes, on PSP. the Vita. Yeah, on yes. my PSP. Dude, in fact, they had a sick Midnight Club game also, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the, it was the Midnight Club three only, you know, Dub Edition. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yo, what the fuck, man? Where are these games, dude? I'm <laughs> depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they used the Midnight Club Los Angeles map for GTA Five, right? I don't they, think they, they used they, it exactly, but yeah, not they, exactly. They used they used like like they used it as a framework. Yeah, but dude, Midnight Club Three Double Edition was my shit, dude, on the PS2. That yeah, game was yeah, awesome. Right. Then dude, that all was like games the, need to be like remastered, the, man, or like at least brought back to life or something. Dude, honestly, I'm actually even tripping balls right now over old PS4 games that have 60 FPS support on PS5. Dude, I'm just like, <laughs> so Ratchet got a patch, right? So now the new yeah. the Ratchet 60 FPS feels like a different game, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. I mean, so I I kind of feel that as well, you know, because now the thing is that with like even when I get an option of 30 FPS with all better graphics and everything, or 60 FPS at a lower resolution, well, also yeah, I prefer the 60 FPS. Who Any would day. prefer 30? Actually, I don't know. A lot of people may not have that I think, issue. I think Control is is one game where you might consider because you get a lot of graphical options. But even then, I think 60 I, is. You know what? Even that that's the thing. I played Control in 30 FPS and 60 FPS, and I played it with all the RTX mode on and without it. It looks a lot blander, but it plays so much better that you. I, I did not want to switch back to 30 FPS. I was like, fuck it. I don't care about the reflections. Yeah. 
Miles actually did that really well where they had like a compromise where they had a performance plus RTX mode. That shit blew my mind, dude. Dude, Insomniac is like one fucking talented student. That's but crazy that came, how they but that did came that. later. It wasn't that long. Uh, thankfully. So, so by the time I got the game and the console, yeah. and I was like, fuck, this best of both worlds, dude. They added one more thing to it, right? I mean, something that kind of articulates real uh, muscle compression muscle, yes, and movement. Yes, yes, Like, what yes. the hell, man? What, what are they upgrading all this for? That's crazy, dude. That's, they should do this at Last of Us, though, dude. Like, I'm fucking, in fact, I wanna, I'm waiting for a 60 FPS version to replay that game. Okay. So, are you going to ask that question? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't think he's ever going to play it, dude. <laughs> okay, because we already reached that point, you know. So, I was yes. like, oh, but, okay. but I did finish Gozo Tsushima last week. And nice. dude, finally. Dude, oh, and I actually tried the Legends mode, which is actually really well done. Dude, Legends but, mode is legit. But dude, I don't like that over that red bloody aesthetic that they've gone with. Yeah, it becomes yeah. too much after a while. Yeah, I mean, as a po- compared, see, because I played it a lot after I played the campaign. When you come in just from the campaign, it's mad jarring because like campaign so pretty like a painting and this is very yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, in your face, there. But do I love the campaign, man? It was very nice. Yeah. How was. long was it, though? I have no Dude, idea. My save. I mean, like... I would assume I put in like 65, 70 hours. Yeah, roughly that much. Oh, only. that's not too bad. That's not like a Ubisoft. And level. and that too with like hundred percenting everything, dude. Like I finished every side quest, every side story, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like no, I only have got all the collectibles. The collectibles I haven't got because that's too hard to figure where they all are. Dude. Like Valhalla, it, it if you finish like that, take you over two hundred hours. <laughs> yeah. Did you get all the Mongol artifacts and all that? No, that is the only thing I don't have. Ah, uh, because ah, for that, there's a particular armor that allows you to kind of. Uh, yeah, the traveler's attire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which buzzes. But even for that, you have to travel everywhere. Yeah, I was to get like, fuck that. it. I don't want that achievement. Yeah, fuck that. it. It's fine. No more trophy. They should have some sort of like. Uh, like you can buy a. Like a, like you can pay to get to have it show up on the map. Like how Forza has. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. I mean, I would love to get a PS5 later on in the day, man. But the thing is that, yeah, number one, size. And number two, controller, which is something that actually we should talk about because in a, after our last podcast, a lot of uh, people brought it up in the forums as well that how they're facing issues with their controllers. And it's actually a legitimate thing where their triggers are not working anymore or something or how they have had to return their cons- controllers and do things like that. Yeah, we mentioned that last time, dude. We did? The last podcast. <laughs> what the hell, man? Where was I? So, wait, so there, last bro? to last, last to last podcast, we talked about how there were no issues. And then it came, then it came out that there were issues. So we talked about it in the last podcast. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how did I sleep yeah. through that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. So I think that's about it for this one, man. Okay, yeah, one I last think, thing. Huh. There's E3 happening this year. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, there's E3 happening this year, and it's but no Sony, no Sony again. But the Microsoft and uh, Microsoft was always there, but now Nintendo's kind of back on E3, which is very weird. But yeah, I mean, like Nintendo has been confirmed as a participant, but Sony, yeah, Sony's nowhere but to be seen. Now it's just right. like everyone doing their own streamed event, right? So it's like everyone doing a streamed event in the same week. Yeah, yeah. It's For us, it's the same thing. Dude, you always Holy keep, you shit, always dude, I can't take another digital E3. That was traumatizing, bro. That was Gamescom, dude. That was Gamescom. Was that? Yeah. yeah. E3 was there was no E3 last, last year, year dude. Oh, dude, Gamescom fucking so bad, dude. 
hopefully it'll be better this year man i mean if these guys are participating and hopefully they have their own keynotes in place the way they normally do in e3 not that it's going to be a guarantee of being better but it should be better than the last yeah, year it's kind of pointless though like i can see if publishers don't want to participate they can easily like space like like pick a pick a date when no one else is doing any announcements and have their own event Yeah. like how recently square enix did their own sony does their own state of play and they do all those kind of things so like i think it's actually counterintuitive to do everyone do it in the same week now when you can maybe, just do it digitally whenever maybe you want maybe e3 offers them some some sort of an advantage with the trade at least you know i mean it's not... actually it, yeah it's organized by the trade body so yeah. i guess there are some obligation there could be well sony is escaping that whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah they all take turns is is skipping e3 First Activision skipped, Nintendo skipped, then yeah. Cool. Cool. So that's it. Yeah, that's I it, guess. right? Anything that's it. That's it. I think we're done, man. Awesome. So this was short and sweet. Short yep. and sweet. Yes, and we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Bye-bye. See you guys.